This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Middle call! Hey, behave! Bag alert, major bag alert, bag alert, major bag alert, bag, 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 bag. What's up, everybody? I've been on a bag for a minute, huh? A true bag. We did a bag last weekend. I don't know, but didn't we intermix it with warrior stuff? Oh, maybe we did. Because it, it was a bag, and then the Warriors won a game, and we did like a long Warriors thing. We added that to it. That's true. That's true. Bag. It's been a saddle bag. This is a main bag. In fairness to that bag, Steph Curry had probably his most legendary performance in the history of his career. That's true. <laughs> so, like, what do you? It's like uh, he just dropped. I still did he, was it forty three or forty five? Forty three. Okay, yeah, forty three. Which is. What would you say? Anything on the road, 40-plus, in a playoff game is a pretty remarkable I think there's, like, right? tiers, right? There's, like, just great games. Then I think there's 38. To me, 38 is a is a next-level great game. Like, there's then a difference between, like, 32 and 38, you're saying? I say, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying there's a line after, like, 37. 38. You're like, whoa, that guy scored 38? The next one that makes you go, whoa, that's different than 38, is probably... 42? I was going to say like 43 or 44, but you're right. 42 is, yeah, maybe just 41. 41 is a big number. I bet if we look back in the history, if we included the conference finals and the finals, right? Because there's probably been 50-point games in the first round. The first round can get a little pickup-y sometimes, right, if it's a mismatch. If you go the conference finals and the finals – I'm no ESPN sports stats and info, but I can't imagine there's been many 50-point games in the history of the league, right, in those settings. No, especially... You're probably in a rare category at 40-plus. And I would bet in... I would bet they happen a fair amount in losses. Like, how many did Jimmy Butler have in the Game 7 loss? Didn't he have 40-plus? He had 47 in a game for sure in the conference finals. I don't know. Did they win that game or lose that game? I think he lost a couple games where he went yeah. nuts. It wouldn't shock me if those big scoring games are not all. I'm not saying majority of winners, but like happen. No, it's a good point. The guys that lose. Uh, we thought we'd start this mailbag real quick with the conversation we were having before we hit record, which was just we wondered on Thursday night's post Warriors championship pod would Draymond pod. Not only did Draymond pod, <laughs> he did like a season finale level pod. Get everybody on it. It was cool. It, he did it I, from I, the podium. He did it from I, the podium with a backdrop. Friday morning, I'll be honest, I watched the majority of it. Now, I I didn't watch him. Like He would do an interview, then he'd rant and rave for a second, then and then he'd be like, he'd clearly send like his cousin or one of the Warriors media guys to go get someone. Like, obviously, Gary Payton. Raymond Ritter working for Draymond now. Yeah. <laughs> so he would do like little intermediate rants, one about the team, then he'd interview. Then he'd do like about the Celtics' future. So he was he was running like if you had a situation where you and I were producing a show, yeah, you would set it up like he did, like you had the access to all the players. You know, he'd already had Steph, which did like two million views on YouTube. 
I mean, the views that him and Steph did on YouTube, it was like $500,000, 500K in 24 hours. Views. It was stupid. Yeah. So to me, having Clay was, when does Clay ever do an interview? Like, that's a pretty good get, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Even Andre, he's kind of unique, right? He doesn't talk that much anymore. No, he doesn't. The GP2 one is, I mean, incredible, right? Just his story. Gary, I looked up Gary Payton the second road to the NBA today. I mean, it's just ridiculous. People have seen it. I didn't quite realize that he went to a junior college before he went to Oregon State. He went to two high schools. He's never really been just in one place as one of the guys for an extended period of time. Uh, and now he's in a closing lineup in the NBA Finals. I, I laid in bed last night. And again, you know, after a big night, this happens a lot during football season, just a regular, a big regular season game, let alone the playoffs. But I just end up consuming the content. So I turn on NBA TV and they just keep replaying stuff. It's like Bob Myers came out shoeless with a beer interview yeah. with him. Yeah. Gary Payton. He's not Gary Payton senior, but Gary Payton, the Gary Payton. He is senior because he has a junior. Okay. Yeah. So he's on there with them and they were asking him and Gary was like, you know, I've turned down every interview this season. It's like, I heard you. Well, we're still <laughs> but, but he was like, his whole point was just how cool it's been. And Steve Smith and Zeke were like, you know, it's kind of weird to see whatever they show you on TV. Cause Steve Smith, they, they have been friends, I guess forever. He's like, Gary, I've known you for 30 years. No one, you never shut up. And every time I'd be at my house and they'd show you on TV, you were just sitting there, kind of like comatose. And Gary's like, you know, I, I honestly just tried to let my son be. I didn't want to ever become a story. And, you know, I mean, the Curry family sometimes become a story. It's just, he was just, he's like, I actively, I didn't root. Not that I wasn't rooting for him, but I just kept it cool. And they asked him like, I guess he did win a championship with the Heat, right? That mm. he was like the oldest guy in the squad that year. And uh, they asked him what championship was better when you finally got the ring or your son. He's like, not even close. Watching my son, what he's overcome. And he was just so pre He was just beaming. And yeah. you and I, who grew up on Gary Payton, I mean, Gary Payton was like, he was in a class of like Cal Ripken, Brett Favre. I mean, it's stupid how famous that guy was, right? When we were kids. Yep. I mean, he was an elite. Like he was... One of the stalwarts of the league with Michael, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't quite put him. Yeah, he was like one of Jack the, or Michael, or but yeah. he was a top he twelve was, guy. He was a dream team level star, for sure. And he, I just think he was really famous, right? Yeah. Yep. And it really was just, a shame that Ken, I mean, it could have been probably even more famous if Sean Kemp had hung around longer in, in Seattle. There was a photo I saw of Steph on the stage. He played, after, he played Michael in the NBA Finals. Like that's That played a pretty big role in Mike's doc, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, there's a picture of Steph screaming on the stage holding his MVP trophy, and the the guy you see in the foreground like talking to somebody else is Gary Payton. He must have been in the second row in front of the stage. So he was, <laughs> uh, he was into it. He was into it, even if they didn't have a lot of reaction shots of him. Yeah. Uh, Parade on Monday, and we'll be live on Monday. So be sure to uh, check us out then. John, before we get in the mailbag, let's tell the people, go to buckmason.com slash ham and the number one, buckmason.com slash ham and the number one for 15% off. So much great gear. I can see John is wearing his Pima T crew neck right now in black. I'm a big, big fan of the Pima T, and uh, it comes with the shake. I'm a big fan of the Pima T. People love the slub tea as well. My recommendation, just size up, I would say, depending on what, if you like a snug fit, like a trim fit, Go with your normal size. 
if you want a little more room, but it's not going to be baggy. It's still going to be a classy looking, good looking, well fitted shirt. Go up a size, maybe from a medium to a large, large XL, small to medium, whatever. It's not going to be too long on you if you size up. That's my recommendation. Uh, and the other recommendation is go get the gear because we love it. Yeah, my relax, my go-to relax shorts right now are the Buck Mason kind of sweat pantsy shorts. Oh yeah, you know they, they are. I, I have two pairs. They're fantastic. Commando? I wear them to sleep. I wear them to lounge. That Commando, just, they, they, of course. I mean, they they are my house shorts. Uh, just those two. That's I keep them on rotation now, and I can't recommend them enough. Just go to the website buckmason.com/ham1. Shop around, like you said, the, the t-shirts, the sweatshirts. I mean, depending on where you live, it it can be a little chilly. I saw U.S. Open this weekend it's supposed to be like sixty degrees. It's it's not just one hundred and ten degrees everywhere, guy. Well, and the great thing about the brush loopback hooded sweatshirt that I have two or three of, and I love, is it's not like you can wear it in temperate conditions. It doesn't have to be cold. You're not going to get like extra sweaty wearing it if it's sixty eight or you know something like that. So if you're in the shade, even if it's low seventies, you're going to be all right. So big recommend on that as well. BuckMason.com slash ham. Go get it, people. B-U-C-K-M-A-S-O-N.com slash ham. One, 15% off great gifts when you spend at least 100 bucks for yourself or someone else. BuckMason.com slash ham. One. Mailbag time. Here's what you do. You go to Apple Podcasts. You leave us a review, five stars. In that review, you ask us a question, anything you want, anything at all. These now are those questions. Here we go. First up, from Five Star McGee. Hypothetical. You have the number one pick in the draft, and you need a quarterback. You have two options. Option number one, a 100% chance of a guy that turns out to be Derek Carr-esque. Option two, a 60% chance of Patrick Mahomes-esque, but 40% of Jamal Russell-esque. Also, what's a good bar I can check out in Sacramento? Love the pod. Keep up the great work. Do you have a What was the place you saw Bobby Jackson? Uh, Echo and Ridge, I think. It's the steakhouse right next to uh, the Sacramento, the Golden One Arena. If you go to the Golden One Arena, there are, that that's, you know, like a, it's, it's probably a little more casual than like a Fleming's, but the bar is really cool. There is a bar right across the street from that. Again, right where the Golden One Center is downtown, there used to be a mall. Yeah. That used to be a, a uh, bank. So they have the setup of the bank. They the, the place bought the bank, or maybe the bank went out of business or whatever, and they built a bar in the size of a bank. It's freaking awesome. I, so just go to that area. There's a couple other bars there. Uh, I, I recommend check it out. Um, I think I'm going to go option two here because option two, even though it's a 40% chance of a bust quarterback, 60% chance of getting Patrick Mahomes is a higher chance than anyone ever has of getting Patrick Mahomes when you draft, right? When you draft yeah. number one overall, you have a much lower than 60% chance that that guy's going to turn into Mahomes. Now, you could argue the point of, you know, like having a team, I you don't get extensions. Uh, you do get extensions for winning championships, but you also can get extensions just by being solid, being a playoff team, that sort of thing. And I don't think it's Derek Carr's fault that the Raiders haven't been a consistent playoff team. Um, but I would still roll the dice and go for broke and try to get the superstar here. Well, I, put it into financial terms. Let's say you had $100,000. It wasn't like every penny you had, but it was a large percentage, right? A number one overall pick might not cost you your job, but I think it's fair to say if you have the number one overall pick, it, it's a career-defining dis decision. 
So I give you $100,000. Are you taking, if I give you this option where it basically turns into 15X, so you turn that 100 into $1.5 million, or you can turn it into like $350,000, make a lot of profit. You know for a fact you're going to get a $250,000 profit. As Gruden said, you never go broke taking a profit, spider two wide banana. Do you think about it the same way? Do you go the easy route or you take the big swing? Uh, Knowing that the 100 could go to zero. Yeah. Doesn't it depend where you are financially or depends where your team is? Because if you're like, if you're the Niners a couple years ago when they ended up with almost the number one pick, they would probably have taken the safe route. Because a lot of these teams, though, you take a big swing. Like the Browns a couple years ago, they thought Baker was the next Favre, and it's kind of backfired, right? Yeah. Well, I also, it's a great analogy. I also think we'd view Derek Carr differently if he were number one overall pick than if he was a second rounder. If we're doing financial terms, what's the difference? Let's just say Mahomes, let's pick a number, is a million dollars. What's Derek? Um, Half a million? Uh, no, I think it's closer to like four. There's a pretty big gap, it feels like, right? Yeah. Even yeah. though the and, gap and between Derek... Most quarterbacks aren't 400 in this analogy. But wouldn't you say most quarterbacks are like 75, 50 grand? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Derek is still, that's the, that's what makes this tough is you're still getting a really good player who I don't think, per, I don't think he prevents you from being a contender, but you just got to build a much better team around him. Um, but, you know, like Josh McDaniels, if Derek Carr is Josh McDaniels quarterback for 10 years, Josh McDaniels can win a lot of football games, but he's got to create. He's got to create a lot of it himself. And Mahomes, here's the other thing. Mahomes does play for Andy Reid. It's not like Mahomes went to some shitty situation. No, Mahomes went to a great situation. So let's say he got already good when he got there, right? And got to sit. It was pretty unique. I think most GMs would take Derek Carr. I think if we watch the way most guys draft, they would take option one. Do you, though? This new group of kind of younger, more analytic, swinging for the fences GMs? Uh, I still think most teams draft not to make a mistake, but I don't know. Maybe not. Balky just took a guy that was like the seventh best player in his own defense. Balky, Balky's playing with house money at this point. <laughs> would you agree? What would Balky do? Balky would go for option two, Mahomes. What would yeah. what would Andy Reid do? He would go number two. He'd go option two. What would Shanahan do? He would take Derek Carr. He would. He would go option one. I don't. What would, McVay, what would McVay do? I think McVay would go option two. Yeah. What would Belichick do? Carr. Option right. one. Yep. Ro- Roseman. Two option two. Yeah, Kyle. Like taking, Kyle wouldn't even hesitate. He, like he, taking he, that card would be to Goodell so fast. Car, and I wouldn't hate it. What would you do? Answer the question. I would take number two. Next up, as a Packers fan, uh, this is from Sid Budzinson. As a Packers fan, I of course hate the Niners, but you guys are so entertaining. I can listen to you talk about anything. My question is, what is your favorite drinking game or? pre-game activity besides the bowel movement well guy guy had this you had that tailgate at uh, the coliseum for what a decade what, what was the go-to bulldog uh, stadium you just called it the coliseum it's the coliseum now no, i'm talking they would you the rate we raider season ticket holder oh 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 i didn't do the pre-game at the coliseum <laughs> no i'm saying when you had a tailgate with season tickets when you would go with Alyssa and all your friends to, I'm, jo- to, I'm, jo- I'm joking. Oh, sorry. I, well, the Coliseum, I used to do the A's pregame. I thought maybe that's true, John. I did have my my coal-fired grill in the back of my Toyota Tacoma. 
Uh, cornhole, eating, drinking. I don't know. Pre-game, pre-game, free, favorite drinking game or pre-game activity. I'll, I'll be mean, honest. Eating might be I, my favorite pre-game activity. Yeah. I, <laughs> Big eater. You here. know, for a long time, I, I mean, you, the majority of games in your life and really the majority of games in my life up until a couple years ago were work-related. So it wasn't like ever tailgating. Now I've got to tailgate a couple times. If I am invested in the game, I don't like to be drunk before it. Part of it is because, not that I black out, but I don't get to really, the memory and the experience isn't quite the same. Now, I'm not saying I don't like to have a cocktail or two when I'm there, but I've, I I went to the LeBron game seven when he beat the Warriors, and I just had too much to drink. Not that I don't remember everything, but I don't remember it as vividly as I should. You didn't need it that day. You could have no, had. No, didn't need it. Didn't yeah, need to reduce now, your current. I get it if you're like, a, you know, over the years, if your team is like a six, seven win team and you're just going to watch a game, having a good time. I, I totally get it. But I my, my overall take is like if you're going to a big game, like if you're a Bills fan and you're, it's like Bills Chiefs, I don't even know if they play this year, but let's say it's Bills Chiefs week six. Like, I don't know if I need that much alcohol. Like, it's a big fucking I've waited all week for this thing. I kind of want to take it in. Are you are you trying to break some folding tables, though? Well, yeah, I'm not saying you don't have a good time. I just don't break your back. I, I, the, the only beer drinking game I've ever really kind of enjoyed was beer pong. And even I'm, I'm terrible at those games. Beer pong's a great game. Yeah, uh, I like what my favorite. Honestly, one of my this is going to sound very lame. One thing I really like doing pregame is watching other games. It just gets me more excited. You know, if you're a college football game, or you're at four o'clock, you watch a big one o'clock game at a tailgate. And um I don't want to feel heavy before any big moment. Like, I don't want to feel too full of food, too drunk. I want to feel light on my toes. You know, you want to get a BM, maybe two in the morning. That's key, just like before a good round of golf. You, I just want to be agile, light, feeling fresh, feeling spry, and um, ready to be my best self. And let's face it. I, I, I mean, it's really cool to be at an event when it's a special event. But the hard part about sports, right, is it's, it's real life. So you never know that you're going to get involved with – I guess a playoff game, you know, you have a better chance than a regular season game. But there's nothing like being at your house, even if you got people over. If I can just crack some beers on the couch, <laughs> something good to say about that. It's the best viewing experience. Next up, uh, Mark says, "What's up, fellas? The Niners are getting closer and closer to taking a minority control of Leeds United. Do you think Parag Marate may be gone from the Niners in the near future? He's already the vice chairman for Leeds, and with them avoiding relegation, I think he might make the move full time to the Premier League." Will Jed uh, be able to find another contract whisperer as skilled as Marate? I mean, are the Niners their number one business still? I would imagine they own the team, right? He's most financially useful to the San Francisco 49ers in that way. I do know that, did he say about to take? I think they did. I think the Niners are now the majority control. They got in early. The way it was described to me... (laughs) They compared him to the Raiders. It was like a sleeping giant. Uh, and they got in when they were really shitty, and they've slowly turned it around. I think they, now they've gotten bumped up. That thing, if you become an EPL stalwart, right? True. I don't know if, if EPL is the right word, Champions League, whatever the fucking league is, it is every bit as big as an Premier. NFL team, correct? Yeah. yeah. Like if you That's own true. Man City, Manchester United, Barcelona, again, I might be you, screwing up the you league. You can get relegated, right? You can get bumped down, and then you're less valuable i don't see why he can't do both 
It's what he's been doing. He just seems really, it's a really good question. I honestly don't know the answer to like what exactly his role requires in terms of attention, but from a contract standpoint, it's not exactly a 24 hour a day, 365 day a year job. Like Bob Myers once said, like once the season starts, my job's mostly kind of done, right? Football's a little different though, because you're the roster's constantly you're cutting guys and signing That's true. guys. And not, you're not pl- that he doing a lot of like, planning. Yeah, is he is he is he whatever getting uh, the practice squad guy? I, I would say though, once they if they ever win a Super Bowl, you know, I I you know, does he get a little bored? That that'd be my. I mean, he's clearly smart. We got to know him. I mean, we had him on the show. I mean, he's really smart. And now at this point in time, I, I just wonder if you've been doing it so long. I know he loves football. I mean, that's he legitimately loves football, probably more than soccer, I would guess. Never asked the guy, but I, I do wonder if it gets a little boring, like going back and forth. It's one thing to do a Nick Bosa deal, but just some of the minutiae of it. Yeah. It's like, God, can I just go run my own business or whatever? But then Money Talks, he's got a pretty good gig. Butcherbox.com slash ham. And another special deal, free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off, right now at ButcherBox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Next up, not the real Arakpo writes, five stars, sports talk without the hot takes. Sometimes Ryan. you're wrong, but it's not hot. Uh, 
SM Peterson says, love the pod. Great conversation from a couple of blue-collar men of the people. Question for the pod. We've heard a lot about John's time as a scout. But, Guy, can you share a little bit about your time as a broadcaster, goals you have for your side of your career, watch a few games you're calling, and could easily see you calling even bigger broadcasts? Same, SM Peterson. Thank you. Uh, can I share a bit? Um, Fresno State baseball, women's ba- uh, Fresno State softball, women's basketball, baseball, radio, minor league baseball, three years radio. I think it was 07, 08, 09, Fresno Grizzlies, Giants affiliate, AAA. Uh, f- uh, then doing the afternoon, I guess he's asking about play by play. Uh, 1430 ESPN Radio, the Guy Haberman Show in Fresno. Bay Area in 12 to host night show and A's postgame, pregame postgame. Middlecoff was, was that called the Guy Haberman Show? The night show? Yeah. had to, Yeah, must. Yes, had to be. 7 to 11. Actually, I was hired to host 7 to 10 p.m. I don't know if you know this part, John. Was hired to host 7 to 10 p.m. We started in November. December? Or maybe we started in December. In January, Jason Barrett's like, good news! We're moving the show to four hours. It's going to be 7 to 11. I was like, what? Why? Same, pr- same price? Of course. 52000 hey, bucks. You got screwed there. Um, it's what it. How lucky are you, man? You Every radio guy has to pretend like when they get another hour, it's like a gift from the guy. I've had so much to say, and finally, I'm getting the fourth hour. It's about time. Uh... So anyway, where was I? What was I doing? I was rattling off my resume. Uh, go to LinkedIn. Um, share a bit about your time. Yeah, I mean, I, calling games is fun. It's great. Like John said, being on the couch is great, but it's the closest thing I've found to being able to be in the fight. You know what I mean? Like you're not in the fight, but when it's a live game, uh you're in some ways a part of that moment of competition, which is really fun because it's going to happen right here, right now. You don't know what's about to happen. You're going to say something good or say something stupid. You can't have it back. You know, like the Warriors win the championship. What do you say? And uh, that that part's really fun. We've done baseball games. You've done the Golden State Warriors during their dynasty. You've done Did a game a month football. or two ago. Now... There's one sport left for you to uh, to get to the mountaintop. Hockey. <laughs> I don't know if you can pull. It you out. I say? was watching. I was watching McDonough the other day. I, oh, that's dude, fucking hard. So hard. I, I, could you do it? Could I? I mean, I'm not gonna lie and say yes. I could do it right now today. But if you, if I wanted to do it, I do believe I could. Do, I mean, that sounds really bad. And there's no way to say this without sounding bad. I think I could do it. But it's would very it take different. a lot of work. Uh, it would like, take a study? lot of work. Yes, yes. Like if you told me do a baseball, a basketball, football game tomorrow. If you said in an hour there's a game, here's you don't have any time to prepare. I could get through it. Hockey, not a chance. It would be a complete embarrassment. I would need a lot of time, like to learn the rules and then learn all the names, and then even then I would suck for a long time. I'm just saying I'd have to go through a lot of sucking. In the end, I could probably do it, but I would. If suck you could a do, lot. if you could do one sport on television, which one would you do? I mean. Is it even a question? Bum, 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 <laughs> bum, bum. Uh, all right. Uh, Would you rather do the AFC or the NFC? Would it didn't matter? Bakers can't be choosers. Does it matter? No, I don't think it matters. Um, thank you for the question. 
I don't like Texans Jags. Would you really be fired up? I think I would be. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I think I would be. I've thought about that, and I think I would be. Uh, and then you reach a point, like anything, you reach a point where, like, oh, I'm better than that now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's Everyone's game. done that. Where it's like, all I want is a game. And then four years later, it's like, well, it's not really on the main network. I mean, could I get another game? That's <laughs> the way it always works. I could give you a much longer answer, but uh, that's a too long of an answer. Thank you for your thank you for your care. Jay Niner says, "Hi guys, love the pod. Can we get a shave it or save it for Jed York? Seriously, what's he doing with his hair? Either own it and shave it off, or go to one of those top notch hair surgeons that Hollywood actors use. What's what he's rocking now? Just ain't it? Actually, a lot of people go to Turkey. From what I've I've had people tell me about Turkey. There's like a big a famous resort you go to in Turkey to get your hair plugged. Well, to me, if you have Jed's level of wealth and you want to hold on like he held on, like some guys don't care, right? I I I cared until I didn't, and now I don't care anymore. Yeah. I, I don't understand holding on like that if you're him and not going to Turkey, or else just shave it. Like, to me, what he's doing is a disaster. Like, it's just one of those things. I don't know the guy, but if I was his friend, and I don't know how many true people he has that could be like, man, what do we got going on here? Like, Did somebody tell you to shave this? your head? It, I didn't. No, I looked at it and been like, this is not sustainable. I look like a fucking idiot. You were on a pretty heavy regimen too, right? You must have been yeah, spending but a lot it, but of it money does, on it. It doesn't work. Like once there's g- genetics overcome it, right? It overcomes it. And it's overcome him like it overcame me. And he clearly, for a super rich guy, like super rich people get hair plugs. Brady did. I think Justin Thomas and Speak did. Like, a lot of guys, there's a moment when you either got to put your chips in the table or just let it go the other way. Like Tiger's a guy that didn't. LeBron didn't. I guess LeBron did the color thing. It, did, it I don't think it helped. I, Le- I think LeBron tried, but it didn't hold. Oh, sometimes it. I my buddy that got it uh, said that the doctor tells you when he does it. There's this isn't like a hundred percent guarantee, right? It's like when a guy tears an ACL. It's like he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be fine. Someone DM me the other day, like Jameson Williams. That video I sent you of Antoine Randall, that was pretty yeah. funny when they yeah. got him. It's cool. And someone's like, does every team feel the same about a star guy that's coming off an ACL? And I said, no, because there's an element of like, Jameson Williams is not 100% going to be the guy that we saw that runs 90 miles an hour. There is a chance that like, you know what? His knee just, it didn't work, right? The same thing with the hair surgery, like, Sometimes your genetics overcomes whatever. It's yeah. painful. Joe Buck, it almost cost him his career, right? I, I mean, that I think is... Oh, that's right, because he couldn't talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vocal cord. Not, not it, because it his look, but it, yeah, it fucked yeah. up his... Yeah, I... I um, You know, we did... We've done Shave It or Save It. We would love some more submissions. I do wonder if we were... Not harsh, because we did it with love, but I think anyone in this position, you can speak to it. I can't. Um. Maybe one day I will. I hope I won't. But you know, I think you're good for the time. But being. but it's a very I I really want to be. I don't want to be soft, but I do want to be. De- it's such a personal human thing. No matter how famous or rich you are, clearly everybody. It's a very personal, difficult thing for people. Um, and so I want to be very sensitive to anybody. If you if you submit, I feel like we we had a lot of fun with people, but. I don't know. People stopped submitting. I think it got it, it was a very difficult thing, maybe for some people. I think I, I think that it's the number one thing that is very relatable between men and women. Not that most women lose their hair, but women are very tend to be much more 
at ease with their insecurities and vocalizing them. And it's the one thing that men, I mean, it's like it affects a large percentage of society kind of have in common. And and we will kind of talk about, but there's still a percentage of men that really struggle and like to even talk about it. Like, well, just because it's happened to generations and generations of people, it hasn't happened to you before. You are going through it for the first time, right? So just because yeah, John, you made the decision fifteen, it, somebody else is in that position right now today. It's, it's just hurt. very real. It's like just, it just fucking well. either fix it or kind. I know, but it's you didn't. If someone had said that to you a year before you shaved it, you it would have been harder information. I'd also say though, it. here's the my one pushback: it is impacted on your age. I, I was twenty six or whatever, so there's a lot of life. Jed's fucking 43 years old. I know, but I still think I can just imagine that it's still a very difficult thing, no matter what age you are. You look at yourself I mean, in the mirror a million times, you know, and now you're about to change everything. Next up, Anthony, great pod. Found you guys last season. I go to work at 3.30 a.m., so I always start my day off with some ham. Love it. Uh, John, from YouTube, this is a reaction to our video about Brandon Ayuk and Trey Lance. This is from Chris. The crazy thing about Juwan Jennings is he's on an $800,000 contract. He might lead the Niners in touchdowns next year. What do you think? Might Juwan Jennings lead the Niners in touchdowns next year? I'd say that'd be a little bit of an upset, but I don't think it's inconceivable. I think right? if you ch- – actually, he wrote receiving touchdowns. Yeah, I think that that's po- plausible. Possible. Yeah. Probably still unlikely, but possible. Debo had six touchdowns last year. Kittle had six touchdowns last year. Receiving. Receiving. So Ayuk so, had five and jo- and Jennings had five. So Juwan Jennings almost led the team in receiving last year. Touchdowns. Someone DM me the other day, like, why don't teams in the NFL more consistently, like in baseball and basketball, trade draft picks for veteran players? And I'd say, well, in baseball, it's always easy to trade prospects because the majority of them don't hit. And in basketball, if if several prospects can get you a star, it's always worth it. In football. And plus, most draft picks in the NBA, there aren't as many, and the likelihood of you hitting on pick 15, let alone pick 32, is very slim. In football, we see fifth, sixth, second, third rounders hit all the time, and then you literally get them on a contract for like 800 grand for several years. It's just, I would say there's no value like it, right? Hitting on a mid-round pick, and and people that run teams will tell you the value. It's why they're very hesitant to like, Wait, Khalil Mack, they only got a second-round pick? Because I think a lot of teams would be like, I'm not trading a second-round pick for that contract. His, he's older, who knows, right? Where in other sports, that transaction, how many more teams would have been involved in the Khalil Mack sweepstakes? In baseball or in basketball, right? A lot. The only other value that comes close is when you get like Major League Baseball player who's very young but still has four years until arbitration to take some, you know... $50 million seven-year contract. Yeah. That might be the only other thing that comes close. Because the one bad thing about not being a first-rounder is you lose a year of control on a football player, right? Like, you, Juwan Jennings, you develop him for a year. He contributes for a year. He becomes good for a year. And it's like, bam. Like, now he's gone. They really just got two more years of him. Ideally, you want to get, like, a Debo type or Fred Warner Who's a mid-round pick, or you know, non-first-round pick who immediately plays, and who's imme- and you benefit from him his whole career, and then even when you pay him a second contract, if you amortize out his eight years, you know, actually the numbers weigh. Like if you look at Fred Warner when he's played eight seasons for the Niners, those first three and a- three were so cheap. I bet it actually looks that to justify like his average salary will be like 
seven million dollars. Right. Right. The difference with baseball, though, for every like Chris Bryant or Buster Posey, there's been a million of them that turn out to not be good. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, so it's like, would, wouldn't you always trade? It's really hard, right? Like you'd rather like, hey, trade pay a Posey. lot of money for a great player than pay some money for a below average player. But you would always take like your two Buster Poseys in the minor leagues for Mookie Betts, right? In baseball. In baseball. Yeah. In football, it's like, do we really want to give up two ones for Jalen Ramsey? Most teams won't. You just can't carry a team in baseball, really. With one guy? Yeah, like Mike Trout's the greatest player. They played in three playoff games. How many coaches have been fired under Mike Trout's watch? God, I mean, it's a great question. Four, at least. He's gone through as many. He's gone through more. It's gone through seven play-by-play guys, I think, too. Oh, what's his name's out there? The MLB Network guy? No, he's still there. He's still there. But somebody else got fired. Like the number, of the other guy got fired. Like two other guys got fired. Two other guys who filled in last year got fired. <laughs> Let's end on this. What What do you think of the Joe Madden Mohawk story? Did you see that? No. What was the Joe Madden Mohawk story? So they had been losing a lot, right? Joe Madden cut a mohawk into his hair to like inspire the team. Yeah. He was called that morning. He did it the night before. Cut a mohawk was going to show up. Like, let's everyone loosen up. He gets the call from either Moreno or the GM. You've been fired. No one actually ever sees the mohawk. You got a mohawk. You got to get the cut at the stadium once you're there for yeah. the day. That, Can I you imagine going mohawk and so what did he do? Did he, he keep the, the mohawk? You think, or did he shave well, it all no, off? No one's seen him. He went and gave a pep talk to like a. He went and did a corporate pep talk. I got this mohawk just for Coors Light. <laughs> Coors. My people. I, I think. I think it's fair to say that I he wears some people out. His acts a yeah, little. Yeah, I think so too. Yep. Uh, YouTube comment from Eric on our Warriors championship reaction video. Happy for Bay Area fans. Congrats to you guys. I'm not the basketball fan I once was, but I'm old enough to realize how long and deep the East Coast bias is at times, so it's real nice when these things happen. Enjoyed, everybody. It just made me think, where do East Coast biases still exist and where do they not? Like, they do not exist in the NFL anymore. Clearly not because the Giants don't get primetime games, right? They exist in baseball. They exist in basketball less. They definitely exist in college football to a degree, but it's like a south southern. I don't even. I don't even know if it's a bias necessarily. I wouldn't call it a bias. Um. So I don't know. I don't know where they exist the most anymore. But it definitely doesn't. Ex- I would say it exists the least in the NFL. By far. The Knicks still probably get they they really push them, yeah. Uh, football for sure, but there's a difference between a bias and this team has a lot of fans, and so we promote this team, right? The fact that the Giants and Jets, it's not a bias. It's just there's a lot of fans for those teams. They're in a big market. I, you know, I would say the Cowboys do get a little bit extra push. That's not an so East Coast you, bias. That's because their fan base is huge. True. Yan- Yankees are like fifty and four right now. Yankees have. They're one of five teams, I think, since like 1950 or something. I saw the stat the other day to win. I think it was like 44 there for 60 games. It's basically one of the greatest starts in Major League Baseball history. 60 game starts. One of the greatest business decisions we've ever seen by old Aaron Judge, right? Amazing. And he's like, I'm not going to play in the, I'm not hitting in the Derby. I'm not. Has he, has he doubled his amount, you think? Like 215. Is he at 400? Yeah. Or- 215 Double. was their offer. And a lot of people were like, bro, take it, man. You've been injured. D- doubled? 
It's amazing how the body can stay healthy in a contract year. If they gave him 325 right now, does he sign? Um, I don't think he does. Why Do you wouldn't you take it to free agency? Do you think there's any chance that he's waiting to come back west to come to the Giants? I mm, well, I think there's a chance he's waiting to come back west. Uh, is he waiting to come back to the Giants? I don't know. Who do you uh, think to me, all the Dodgers, San Diego or Los Angeles? <laughs> wouldn't, the, the wouldn't the Padres be interested? Sure. Yeah, and that's a good place to play. But I, would that be a kick in the dick to the Giants if one of those two teams got him? Yes. <laughs> I think it'd be so hard to leave the New York Yankees though. Like playing you, on that you stage. You think the only get, reason he turned it down was the money, not necessarily he doesn't want to. Stay no, I don't know. Team. You asked me, do I think there's a chance he wants to come back west? I, my answer is yes, but I also think it'd be incredibly hard just for me to walk away from playing on that stage where it matters so much every day. Now, maybe you're like, you know what, Chris Bryant, I played where it matters before. I got my chip. I'm going to go play in Denver. No one will notice me, and I'm going to get my money. That's not going to happen to Aaron Judge. Like he'll get noticed if he plays for the Giants or for the Angels would be tough. But if he played for the Giants oh, or for the Dodgers, oh my God, that would I that would hurt my heart if he went yeah. to the Angels, which is not out of their own possibility. We've seen before, right? Yep. <laughs> Artie Moreno just gave him seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> Aaron, no. I want him to stay in New York because you know I would love him on the Giants. Don't get me wrong. I would take that too because I'd watch that every day. But I watch the Yankees because of this guy. Me too. So I like him on the Yankees as well. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us. Great mailbag. Get in the next mailbag. If you don't know how, it's in. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, that's, you know how to do that. If you're on YouTube, the link is in the description below to our podcast. You can check that out there. And we'll be back on Monday with a live stream, probably right around, um, uh, I would imagine around, I think the Warriors parade will end around two. So after guys talk, maybe we'll, we'll figure out exactly how we're going to do it. But the link will be up beforehand, so you'll know exactly when we're, uh, when we're dialing it up. Later. Later, everybody. Thanks to all your fathers for having you. Or creating, helping create you. Yeah, not, ha- yeah, not having you. you know, yeah, don't, don't take away from others. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.